Biden reported that when his eyes are closed, he can't see. The Kate Daly Show starts now. What if the Constitution no longer applied? What if the government could write any law, regulate any behavior, and tax any event? What if you could love your country, but hate what the government has done to it? What if Jefferson was right? What if that government is best which governs least? What if freedom's greatest hour of danger is now? Welcome to Kate Daly Show. So happy to be with you, of course, and... Uh, I can't wait to uh, get to today's show. It's a Friday show, and let me just tell you, I have a great guest, and we're going to be talking about the biggest story of the year that you're not hearing about. And Melissa touched on this on Wednesday and did a great job on Wednesday. And of course, uh, today, though, I have this amazing guest. And uh, let me just tell you, uh, Marlo Oaks uh, is my state uh, of Utah, the 26th state treasurer. And he was appointed in 2021 and then elected November 2022. Um, And of course, he spent most of his career in money management and is one of only two state treasurers with uh, institutional investment management experience. And because of his knowledge of capital markets, he's the leading in national charge to protect economic freedoms. He's appeared on national programs like Glenn Beck and The High Wire and Tucker Carlson. And uh, he's written for uh, The Daily Wire, Wall Street Journal. Welcome, Marlo Oaks. How are you? Thank you. Good. Good to Good. be on. I'm, I'm, I'm so glad that you um, are speaking out. I'm glad that you are highly visible on this because this is the biggest story not told. And this is the biggest story not really talked about by any mainstream outlet, of course. I wouldn't expect anything different. Um, but that's usually how the big stories go. But can you describe to people what is going on with the SEC and Wall Street, uh, the New York Stock Exchange? Yes. So... The New York Stock Exchange uh, went to the SEC and, at the end of September. So this is only, uh, you know, two, three yeah. months ago. Right. Uh, and said, we need a rule mm-hmm. that will allow us to list a company whose purpose isn't to make money in the traditional sense of that word. Mm-hmm. In other words, based on economic activity that you can track with traditional accounting standards. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need a rule that will allow us to... Um, uh, have revenue from basically uh, ecological services. These companies would provide um, ecological services to investors. Well, what does that mean? It means the processes in nature that create clean air, Mm -hmm. uh, clean water, um, that help us grow food, you know, the Mm -hmm. soil. Um, So putting a value on that. Mm -hmm. And that uh, means that it's an entirely different accounting system than what we have approved in the United States. Our GAAP accounting or um, IFRS, the International uh, Financial uh, Accounting Standards, uh, nationally or internationally, um, and so that requires an SEC rule, Securities and Exchange Commission rule, um, because they're looking at using a UN, a United Nations accounting system. It's mm-hmm. the United Nations System of Environmental Economic Accounting, um, which puts a value on natural processes and eco- ecosystem services. So it, it's really um, a, a completely new area of financialization, if you will, mm-hmm. basically financializing Mother Nature. Uh, and and so that's, that's what a natural asset company uh, would do. 
mm-hmm. and um, and it's it, it's a, a it's got a lot of problems with it. Whose brainchild was this? Who's the one that put this forth? Do you know? Um, yeah, so it's it's really um, um, the Rockefeller Foundation mm-hmm. is one of them, along with um, a Development Bank. Um, I've forgotten uh, the uh, Inter American Development Bank. Some some um, I think it's an NGO kind of an organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've come together to create this in, uh, intrinsic exchange group, mm-hmm. uh, and and they're the ones that is working with the New York Stock Exchange. Um, to list these companies. Wow. So we have a situation where people left the COP28 and countries decided that they were going all in on this uh, climate change gobbledygook. Um, We're going to change the face of society. Um, The WEF told us a long time ago they were going to change and and thwart capitalism. They were going to take that from us. They were going to make sure that they introduced a whole new way of doing that. And this is one of the stepping stones to taking the lands or or like you said, making it very um, making the outcome very financial. It's a it's a it's a financial overhaul of of the things that are um, part of our country, our natural resources, our minerals, our, our water, everything. This is one of those stepping stones yeah. to that. Yeah. So um, so. It's interesting because uh, what they're what these natural asset companies are trying to do is is put a value on um, things that we might think of as sort of mother nature mm-hmm. um, processes, things like converting carbon dioxide into oxygen. You know that what what uh, happens right. during photosynthesis and um, uh, putting a value on uh, carbon being absorbed into soil. And how effective is soil at, at doing that? And and trying to maximize those kinds of processes um, of land. So, um, if you have forest service land, for example, mm-hmm. um, this could the management. It's it's really the management of the the those natural processes that the natural asset company would be trying to to maximize. Um, so they don't have to own the land, but they would they would manage mm-hmm. the land, and and they in order to do that they will not allow any unsustainable activity to happen. And so if you think about things that happen on our federal lands today, like mm-hmm. um, Bureau of Land Management, multi-use, the the, the idea that that we could uh, extract oil or or extract right. minerals at the same time. Um, we allow grazing and um, people to access the land for camping or, or whatever. That's that's the the idea of mul- multiple use on federal lands. If you move now to one where no unsustainable activity happens, you're talking about permanently stopping economically essential activities like grazing and mineral extraction and and even modern agriculture uh, because no synthetic fertilizers would be allowed. Um, and, and severely curtailing recreational access. So um, this is effectively uh, would lead to the destruction of, of rural America and the, the locking up of our natural resources, all in an effort to um, to address climate change. Oh, my gosh. It guts our country. It guts our property rights. What about private? I, I know a lot of people out there are thinking, I've got a home, I've got some acreage. Um, what can they do to that? So um, it's interesting right now in Montana, mm-hmm. there is uh, a situation where uh, I think it's um, 
the uh, wildlife refuge. Um, uh, I've forgotten. It might be fish and game. I don't remember. But anyway, they've uh, they've designated 5.8 million uh, acres of land in Montana, um, and some of that is public land, including federal land, some of it's state land, and some mm-hmm. of it's private land. Um, and it's a massive area. And if something like this uh, were to go into a, a natural asset company, um, if you have private land there, they don't necessarily take your land, mm-hmm. but uh, they they could restrict um, you know the activity that happens on on the public land. And if, you know, do, do they need right. to um, continue to provide road access or mm. you know things like that? I mean, wow. it, 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 you know, it, it, it's it's difficult to know exactly how this would play out. But we are seeing a case right now in Montana that that that, that is happening where people's land is is right in the middle of mm-hmm. a designated area that they're they're trying to turn into a kind of a, a wildlife. Uh, designated area, and and mm-hmm. uh, that's got serious ramifications for for those people on that land that they have. Yeah, I've seen that happen locally. Um, we have cases where they cut off roads to uh, the government owns lands that cut off roads to uh, mining, uh, people's private mm-hmm. mining, and um, and also, of course. All the stuff that that we know runs really runs the country, oil and gas, and and then preventing that. And so basically, they're existing to buy the ecosystem, the rights to private, federal, and state lands, permanently lock them away. That's the whole yeah, idea. In yeah, yeah, basically the yeah, and, and and even if they don't buy the land, if they buy the management rights to that land, they effectively mm-hmm. control what happens on the land. And so you don't have to own the land um, if you have the rights to how that land is managed. You, you essentially have control of the land. Right. It's like another way around it. Is anyone stopping this? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen one politician. I know everybody should probably have an idea in their head of their favorite politician and ask why they're not speaking out. Is anyone speaking out on this? Warning everyone? Well, it, it, it really, yeah, it's really happened um, pretty rapidly. I know some people have been aware of this for a while, but it never um, mm. it, it, it wasn't really top of mind until the SEC um, published the proposed rule in October and provided a 21-day comment period, which is unusually short. Yeah. Um, usually you'd have 60 to 90-day comment period on this. And so there was clear, clearly an effort to uh, sweep this under the rug and hope that nobody mm-hmm. noticed it. Um, I was back in Washington, D.C. Uh, in the middle of October and, and meeting with um, some folks in Congress just um, because I was back there, and, mm-hmm. and nobody mentioned this, and that was in the middle of the comment period. So I don't think anybody, I don't think very many people knew about it at all. Um, and so when I heard about it at the end of October, mm-hmm. I, I knew that we had to get this out nationally, and so I was very grateful that the Wall Street Journal p- picked up the op-ed piece uh, that was published November 15th, where mm-hmm. I uh, tried to to uh, raise awareness on this, and and we are seeing um, uh, awareness growing, and that's Mm -hmm. why uh, programs like this are so important to get the word out here, because on the surface, this just seems nutty, um, and and it's hard to believe that that, um, they would be able to do this, and and yet here we are. You see it in the the, the federal registry. The the SEC and their proposed rule is there, and and there, there are things that are coming out now that um uh that show how 
serious this is and, mm-hmm. and that we do need to mobilize and have our voices heard. And, and, and that's, you know, that's why I'm, mm-hmm. I'm out talking to people uh, and, and appearing that. on programs like this. I so appreciate this. It's big. It's a really, really big deal. We're going to go to break in about 30 seconds, but this would allow BlackRock. So BlackRock, the late, latest report was that they own uh, 43%. They bought up 43% of the available single family homes in the country, 43%. And so they would be able to do this. Uh, foreign countries would be able to do this, correct? They would be able to come in and yeah. buy these, buy our property. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a, it's um, yeah. stunning, really stunning. This is why this is the biggest story you're not hearing about in America and why we're talking about it today, because we needed an additional show with Marlo Oaks um, on, uh, on board today to, to answer questions. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. This is huge, huge I can't tell you enough how big the story is. Be right back. Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. Hi, everybody. I'm Kathy Lee Gifford, and I've been around a long time. Every one of us, as we age, realizes that things are changing in our bodies, in the world around us. Lots of times I don't like what's happening, uh, so what can I do about it? Well, the one thing we can do is pray, right? The other thing we can do is take better care of ourselves. I do that by taking balance of nature because I'm not really good at nutrition. I'm too busy, I'm on the run, and I don't eat enough vegetables, and I certainly don't eat enough fruit. And when I take balance of nature, I can feel good that I've done something for myself that I can actually control. So take control, get balance of nature. Celebrate Christmas with us. Go to balanceofnature.com and sign up as a new preferred customer to get 35% off your first order, plus a free fiber and spice supplement. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this exclusive holiday offer by using discount code KATE. This is the Kate Daly Show. Oh, give me land, lots of land under starry skies above, but don't fence me in. Let me ride through the wide open country that I love, but don't fence me in. Welcome back. Kate Daly Show. Important topic today on a Friday. Uh, what can I say? I've got a great guest. Marlo Oaks is uh, my state's treasurer. He's agreed to come on today to talk about this. He has been trying to warn people. Um, if you're wondering where all the representatives are of government on this, they're awfully silent. And that has been an issue, hasn't it? Um, and so I have way more questions, but welcome back, Marlo Oaks. Thanks for joining me. I really appreciate it. Thank you. You bet. I um I want people to know that this is a, a land takeover um, because, it, like you said, it targets really the management of the land, which is a land takeover. And so this is completely unconstitutional, right? I mean, BlackRock could then buy these things up. You've got uh, foreign uh, countries that can come in and buy up our, our public lands and restrict access for us, American citizens. And the unconstitutionality of it, I mean, how does the SEC even put this forth knowing how that this is very unconstitutional. Is it just because somebody's not fighting that premise or fighting the understanding that, that we can't, that this is obviously um, couldn't happen in America, honestly, with our founding documents? 
Well, I, I think it's further evidence of sort of this whole of government approach, mm-hmm. um, which is to address um, climate change. So, um, you know, we're seeing rulemaking run amok yeah. um, and, and trying to put in rules that have dramatic and substantial effects on on society uh, and, and really trying to go through the rulemaking process um, where it's easier to to, to uh, implement change mm-hmm. than through our political bodies. And, and this is clearly uh, an example of that. And I, I, I'm not um, really critical of our um, uh, representatives uh, mm-hmm. in, in this case because the SEC and the New York Stock Exchange, this has happened so quickly. Um, and, and, you know, I've been working to, to get mm-hmm. Um, folks up to speed on this um, and, and trying to speak out, but it's only been in the last month, uh, month and a half. Um, I just learned about it, right. you know, less than two months ago. So uh, it, it has, they, they've, they've worked very hard, the SEC, and and um, and I think really it's mostly the SEC just to, to uh, create a very small window for comment, mm-hmm. uh, only 21 days. That's, that's unheard of in a situation like this. Um, and, and here we are coming into the end of the year, and they've set January 2nd as a deadline to make a decision on this. Uh, and so, you know, they know people are distracted by the mm-hmm. holidays, and, mm-hmm. and um, I yeah. don't think that's, uh, you know, that's a yeah. mistake. I think they, that's by design. Oh, absolutely. That's why they have Friday night document dump night, right? So if a headline comes out on a Friday night, no one's paying attention because they're out on a date. So. Um, they've been doing that for so many years. Um, and so, you know, a- as far as that, as far as that goes, this kind of step, um, usually when they get to public comment, it's already been decided. And from what I've seen in, in the way government works things, um, even when they put in a new road, right, um, they'll, they'll ask for public comment long after the decision's been made. Do you feel like this is, and I don't want to dissuade people from fighting. We need to fight this and bring people's attention to this. Do you think it's already been made? Um, it's hard to know. Um, mm-hmm. I think one reason why the comment period is so important is because mm-hmm. if you do submit a comment, then you have standing. So, you know, and, mm-hmm. and to uh, file a lawsuit in, in the future. And mm-hmm. so um, the state of Utah, the Department of Natural Resources, I was really grateful to see that they had submitted a comment the last day of the comment period, October 25th. Um, so that would give the state of Utah standing yeah. Um, with this rule, and and that's why it's so important. What, what we're trying to do mm-hmm. is is put pressure on the SEC through the Congress to open up the comment period and, and extend it for 60 days, mm-hmm. so that um, they can get more comment in. But um, I'm also encouraging people to reach out to the SEC, mm-hmm. um, just personally, and and, yep. and having their voices heard that way, uh, and also letting their uh, state legislators and and uh, federal legislators um, to alert them to this and and to uh, encourage them to push back on this. Uh, yeah. I think that's it's really going to be a groundswell sure. uh, that, that changes this. And, and so that's my hope. Okay. In about 30 seconds, we're going to go to a break and we'll come right back with you for a last segment. But I just wanted to ask you, you know, you're a state treasurer and you were made aware of this. Are other state treasurers picking up on this? That you're aware of? Yes, yes, um, yeah. There, there definitely are, and I've, um, okay. you know, I've, I've reached out to other state treasurers. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there, there's definitely uh, growing 
right. uh, concern as, as people learn about this. So we, I plan to continue to, to educate people. I'm so glad. That. I'll be right back with uh, Utah State Treasurer Marlo Oaks speaking out about the biggest land grab that America's ever faced. Be right back. Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. Hey, guys, if you love this show, please follow this advice. Go text Birch989898 and text my name, Kate. You're going to get some free information. It's super important. At least look it over. And uh, I would not be telling you this if I didn't honestly believe this would help you. Okay. They're going to help you with gold backed security in the money you have out there. Okay. And also, should you unload your money? What should you do? And depending on your age, there's different things. So please go do that. Text 989898 and text my name, Kate. Thanks, you guys. This is the Kate Daly Show. Don't fence me in, just turn me loose. Let me straddle my old saddle underneath the western sky. Welcome back, Kate Daly Show. Make sure and get what you have short up with uh, gold, gold-backed IRAs, gold-backed um, assets, gold-backed uh, retirement. Just make sh- just take that extra step, just like you would a computer and backing it up. Take the extra step, back it up. It can be free to you, which is awesome, and you'll get free Silver Eagles for doing it. All you have to do, and I know you're on your phone right now, so text 989898 and do this to me as a favor because then at least I know you have the info. Won't worry about you. Um, It's free info to peruse. Text 989898 and text my name Kate, K-A-T-E. That's the only thing you have to text is my name. And when you do that, they're going to send Birch Gold's going to send you back some free information for you to look at. And maybe you can help a family member with that information. So listen, it's worth it. I am telling you, these are, this is the company I trust. This is who Ron Paul trusts. Ron Paul's a big fan of this show has been on numerous times and he loves Birch Gold too. And so I really took notice of them when he started talking about Birch Gold and I just love them too. So make sure and go to uh, text 989898 and text my name, Kate. Back here with uh, Marlo Oaks, and so glad that he is speaking out. I'm so grateful for his voice in this matter because there isn't a whole lot of people speaking out. And I know that, that maybe this is the first time you're hearing about it if you didn't listen to Wednesday's show with Melissa, and she did a great job. But this is the biggest issue of our time in America. Do you feel that way too, Marlo? Oh, it, it is. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I've um, talked a lot about environmental, social, and governance. Mm. Over the last uh, couple of years, and, yes, and when I saw this, I just thought, "Wow, this this is like um, uh, ESG on steroids." I mean, the impact one hundred percent. It you know it could be devastating to our rural communities, and mm-hmm. and you know one of the questions that I've tried to think through is how are they going to make money? And and there is there is a way that these natural assets. Uh, companies can make a lot of money. In mm-hmm. fact, they've said the value of this could be four to five quadrillion dollars, which is essentially uh, mm-hmm. the result of putting an economic price on natural processes. Yeah. So um, put, putting a really, mm-hmm. it's, and it's arbitrary, but you're putting a, a, a value on um, the, the process for creating clean air and clean water and, and uh, growing food. Um, from the ground, what is the value of that, and Jeez. and and then selling that, and if you're selling it, somebody's buying it, and somebody's benefiting it from it, and mm-hmm. somebody's paying the price yeah. uh, for that, and so um, that's where this gets really kind of, um, uh, I guess, mm-hmm. scary on on, right. on on one hand, but right. also 
um, there's there's some unknowns about how exactly this will play out, but um, you can see with a push for net zero. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of talk about net zero with companies. Yep. And you know, if you're a company that has um, carbon emissions, uh, let's say an oil company, or you're you're um, extracting a lot of oil or whatever, and, and you have all of these carbon emissions that, that you have to offset. Mm-hmm. Um, one way that you could potentially do that is through purchasing um, investments in natural asset companies because these natural processes are a big part of them are trying to offset mm-hmm. the carbon emissions. And so that's one way where money could artificially be pushed here yeah. because maybe the government is saying you have to be net zero by you know, 2030 or or whatever Mm -hmm. the date is. And Mm -hmm. and so these companies say, well, we've got this amount of carbon emissions. We're going to have to have this amount of credits. Mm -hmm. And and the best way, the most efficient way to do that is through purchasing um, natural asset company exposure. I've often um, wondered this week if I have a sneaky suspicion, and my theory is that a lot of those big round numbers that are going towards other countries might be landing in these wallets for this particular issue. Because of uh, BlackRock's uh, total control over the money going to Ukraine, we've got a lot of vested interests at the helm um, regarding these big round numbers. So sometimes I wonder if that's just creating a giant wallet that goes to the people that are doing this or gives them the access to be able to do this. And maybe that's where some of the money comes from. But it's just my theory. But when when we're looking at... at, this issue as a whole, what are your feelings about how um, natural resources, is this a step forward placing natural resources and lands on the blockchain in the future? Do you think? Um, I, yeah, I really don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think the bigger concern is that you're, you're, if you put, if there's land that is known to be high in, in minerals, uh-huh. Uh, and um, it, it immediately becomes a target for yeah. a natural asset company because the whole goal is to keep those minerals in the ground. Right. And so um, if a natural asset company buys that land, then it's essentially locked up. And I think that's the biggest risk here is that you're really stopping economic activity mm-hmm. from happening. And, and that is a supply shock. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you, you forget about being energy independent. Right. Um, right. That, that, the end of that, that's gone if, mm-hmm. if this goes through. Um, but you're also looking at impacts on, on agriculture and grazing and, and just mm-hmm. really rural America as we, right. as we think about it. it it's uh, right. you know, locking up the resources permanently. You know, blockchain is a lot about um, they're going to serve it up as a solution for transparency. And, you know, who are who are these entities that are buying this land up? I can see them serving this up as an entity like that um, as a, here's a solution. I mean, and then, of course, working in a digital currency so that we're told everything is um, transparent when really it's we're being shoved into digital currency. So I could see how that could play out in theory. Um, but I also wanted to ask you about how this could affect trucking trucking and oil specifically? I mean, obviously you've talked about uh, oil yeah. a little bit, but what about trucking too? Well, trucking, you also have quite a bit of carbon emissions. Mm. Uh, and so it, it could impact uh, certainly, um, you know, trucking companies having to, to buy offsets for their yeah. for their activities. But um, you're also looking at uh, potentially reducing um, mm-hmm. roads um, you know, in rural areas, if, if big yeah. swaths of land like what's happening in Missouri, or sorry, in Montana, it's mm-hmm. Missouri headwaters. 
um, is the name of that designated area that they're going after. But, um, you know, you, you could see the reduction of um, roads in rural areas just mm-hmm. because of the economic activity being curtailed so significantly. Yeah. The 2010 Rockefeller plan that they put out um, talks about the fact that they cordon off water and they make it inaccessible uh, to the rest of us based on whatever excuse they want to come up with. Um, they could say it was contaminated even though it wasn't, and they could cordon it off, and they give scenarios as to what we would do, uh, which we wouldn't have a lot of opportunity to do much um, if we were cordoned off from from natural bodies of water or a lot of people have you know those straws thinking that if something went down they could go to their nearest body of water and get some water clean it and um, that would not be the case and um, that 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 in that Rockefeller plan things were cordoned off from our use now I can kind of see how they want to do that I mean it makes sense that they're putting forth this plan so that it would in the management level of this they could cordon things off and and make it so that we couldn't get to water. And they also want to do this yeah. to the air <laughs> above. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 mm-hmm. it's like, uh, are we now going to have to buy the right to breathe? Right? Jeez. <laughs> buy our, Amazing. Buy, buy, uh, buy the ability to, to breathe air. And, that, and that's where, you know, this is, um, mm-hmm. it, it ultimately is a massive wealth transfer from those who can least afford it to those who are, perfectly fine paying right. for carbon offsets and you know it's just a, a, another layer of mm-hmm. inefficient um, economic overhead yeah uh, that that could be very very harmful and i could see with trucking that they could say well you can't use these highways you can't use these roads they're ours we manage them so you know it's going to not only cost you more to get your goods but also we could halt halt a supply chain because that that global en- enablement program um, that Hasbro just laid off because they're incorporating the business now, Hasbro, into the global um, enablement, is all about supply chains in the future and how tough they'll be to access. So I wonder if that plays into this, but that just happened mm. a few days ago. I so appreciate you, Marlo Oaks. Thanks for spending more time than you had planned with me. I really appreciate you answering questions on this, and let's hope people speak out and go to the SEC and file complaints immediately. Yes? Yes, 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 absolutely. Okay. And and contact your um, representatives, yep. both a lot of pressure. state and, and national. And, and we need to have them push back as well. And okay. we all need to, as, as Americans, push back. So thank you for having me on. Utah State Treasurer Marlo Oaks, thank you. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show. This is the Kate Daly Show. Can it be years from now? Perhaps we'll see. Welcome back, Kate Daly Show. Of course, I'm going to take your calls. <laughs> you knew that was coming, didn't you? Um, I don't know how it couldn't at this point. Um, this is the biggest story, and it's truly of the the biggest act of a land takeover in our entire country, in the existence of our country, and mainstream media hasn't said a word about it, and neither have your elected officials. And even in my state, um, I was made aware that they got a le- they got letters about this November the second. That was over a almost a month and a half ago. Nothing. Nothing from anyone. Um, 
Look, I we need all hands on deck for all of this. Please, please, please go to balanceofnature.com and get that product. When I was doing my homework on that, um, I was trying to find, I knew I needed a food supplement because our food doesn't have the nutrition that it had 100 years ago, not even close. So I knew that we were eating a lot of empty calories and, and so forth and a lot of junk food and chemicals and our body was just fighting, right, to stay in the game. And the thing is, is if you're not taking a food supplement right now, you're doing, I would imagine, a lot of harm to your body by not shoring your body up, okay, with some nutrition, actual nutrition. So this is why I take Balance of Nature. And when I looked at the product, I knew that it was the product I needed to take because it had 31 fruits and vegetables and they were all clean, no pesticides, no chemicals. It was such a clean product. And my uh, 20-somethings won't go without it. So what does that tell you? You know, 20-somethings don't like to take stuff, <laughs> but they love this one. <laughs> Balanceofnature.com, code word is Kate. Code word is Kate, okay? And um, that'll get you 35% off and free shipping. Get it immediately. They'll ship it fast. It's a great Christmas gift. Order extra for food storage. You should have food storage. This is a great way to get veggies into your food storage too because it keeps, right? Um, all right. And it's capsized so you can take three veggie caps and three fruit caps every day. And it's amazing. And right now the holiday special is that you get the free fiber and spice drink that actually helps with glucose control and cravings and everything else. So... Do it now. Balanceofnature.com. Cobert is Kate. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hello, Kate. Hi. Yeah, you know, when we look at this, uh, we have to look at who owns the asset right now. That asset's owned by the federal government, mm -hmm. and that gives them the ability to create debt on it because their current level of debt is uncontrollable because they can't control the interest rate. Right. Their credit rating continues to drop, but if they can tie their debt to a fixed asset, mm -hmm. they can reset that number to a lower interest rate because now it doesn't just have a faith in credit, it's tied to an asset. That's the reason it's being done. Because we can't expand the debt market any longer. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. We're getting sold off piece by piece and we're doing it in the name of gobbledygook climate change, which then what it does is they, they use that to thwart anyone fighting for, fighting against it, and also to fight for it in the name of climate change gobbledygook. So then you've got activists fighting for this so that they're fighting for the wrong cause, they're doing it in the wrong way, and we're not being constitutional at all, but it's being sold that way to us and marketed that way to us. Yes? Yeah, well, yeah the federal yeah. government doesn't care how it gets done. All they know is that right now, it's an unsustainable debt cycle, and they can't get out of it. Yeah. The only way to continue it is to tie an asset to it so that they can continue it going. Yeah. We can't go back to the gold standard, so we're going to go to this new eco standard. Right, right. This is, a, this is the equivalent of taking your private home and just selling off pieces of it piece by piece by piece until there's no home. Uh, we're going to sell our national parks, all our mm -hmm. federal lands, BLM, everything. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, what can I say? This is why I did this on the Friday show. Normally I go a little lighter, but I couldn't because of this issue. So I so appreciate you calling in. Great call. Thank you. Um, this is a big deal. It's bigger than any news bit we've heard about. And, um, and I know we're facing a lot of stuff on every front. I get it. But this is the gutting of our country at the, at the root of our country. <laughs> so... That's why this is needs to be talked about endlessly right now because they did set such a short comment period during Christmas and they did it on purpose. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. 
Yeah, thank you for having Oakland on. Uh, it's sure. a very important subject. You're absolutely right about that. Uh, the last caller was wrong about one thing. The feds don't own the land. They have stolen the land. Mm. They're in control of sure. it here in our state, but they don't own it. Right. But uh, what's really important is we can't keep living the illusion that the federal government has any authority over these things. Mm-hmm. The FCC, the uh, exchange, right. Security and Exchange Commission, mm-hmm. as well as he talked about, yeah. the NACs, the, uh, the, uh, these are federal agencies to begin with. They have no authority in the, in the state, mm-hmm. but on top of that, they had no authority to even exist. Yeah. So, uh, you it. know, the gentleman has said he studied this, what, for a month or so? Mm-hmm. I've studied for 30 years. You've studied it longer, mm-hmm. too. This is Agenda 2030. Yes. This is exactly what it says, and yeah. the uh, convention, Rio de Janeiro uh, yeah. uh, Convention, uh, uh, Agenda 20, yeah. where they said they're going to control, uh, eliminate grazing and, land, they're going to eliminate oh, recreation, they're going to eliminate roads, and, yeah. and herd the people into the cities. Well, they just did uh, COP28, right? So they just did, thank you for the call, they just did COP28, and the country's left saying, we are going to go all in now. That was a signal. We're going to go all in now on zero emissions. That was the green light for this SEC rule, I have a feeling. This was like that signaling, right? We talked about that before, you know, giving that outward signal, like it's go time. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Thanks for that great call, though, by the okay, way. Okay, Mike. Hi there. Yes. What's on your mind? Hey. Hi. Well, just kind of continuing the conversation before sure. uh, with the caller before, um, I guess, before me. But um, if we've if we've got debt mm-hmm. and every this debt has collateral that's backing that debt, just like any other uh, real asset, mm-hmm. um, like your land or, or your house or whatever, um, there's someone on the other side of that transaction, yeah, right? Right. So it's probably another country. We can probably guess it's probably mostly China, mm-hmm. some Japan. But anyway, we can, yeah. you know, figure all that out. But at some point, you know, if we're – I know I'm talking about very simplistic elementary things, but the reality is is that if, if our debt cannot be paid back, mm-hmm. what does the bank do when you can't do that? They come and collect the asset. So, you know – well, that makes. I, I think that's why all of our lands out west that are full of resources mm-hmm. are have been given away by uh, Wall Street now mm-hmm. and D.C. Yep. for the most part for the last all of our life. Now we can kind of see how the 2014 Conservation Act, um, when the contract said mm-hmm. it would be given to the United States and or its successor, now we know what that means. Right. Right. Exactly. You're exactly right. And, and I mean, just to take this further, mm-hmm. I mean, there's people, you know, ranchers, farmers, mm-hmm. property owners, they're not just going to stand by and let I that know. happen. Yeah, so, and I'm not going to, yeah. I'm not trying to talk tough about it, but I mean, we're coming to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you're right. an inflection point here. No, you're right. I, I can see a lot of problems. Do they want us to create a civil war? Yes, because then they don't have to do it. We do it to ourselves. But this will, this would cause something like that to happen it could thanks so much for the call we're going to move on to this next hour and uh, i have a guest for this hour investigative journalist who had a no-knock warrant put on him you'll find out why and it is surprising be right back kate daly show hey guys go to the website 
look for FIQ Copper. The Recuperate Copper product is amazing. I've been taking it, and I've got blood tests to prove how well I'm doing since I've been taking it. Also, uh, I take the magnesium with it. That's very important, too. So I also take their magnesium. I ordered their Whole C, which I absolutely love, and their cod liver oil. If you need thyroid help, that's a wonderful place to start with thyroid naturally. So they have so many wonderful products, but you have to click on the FIQ um, ad at the bottom of katedallyradio.com. And I hope you do so because you're going to get terrific prices on these products. And I believe in the delivery system of these products. They are amazing. FIQ is off the hook amazing. Try it out.